time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. Very good evening and welcome to the first Red Friday of the year. And it's back to business after the winter break with staging this weekend of round four of the William Hill Scottish Cup. With the Dons up against League One Basement Boys tomorrow afternoon at Petordi, they are Stenhouse Muir, of course. And the Dons have yet to taste victory against the Warriors in a competitive game. We'll also look ahead to the other fixtures. We'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me tonight, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And Andrew, first of all, it does seem a long time since we had that Livingston game. And of course, the games were coming so thick and fast, but now we're getting a bit hungry for more. Absolutely. I mean, it's been a long three weeks since we travelled down to Livingston. And OK, you've been away in Dubai. You've seen the Dons in action in the friendly on Sunday. But yeah, I think everybody's just itching to get going again. And the ideal scenario, uh, a Scottish Cup tie against a side that as you said we've never beaten in a competitive game in fact this will only be the second time we've met them at Petordry and incredibly the first time was Aberdeen's first ever senior game way back in 1903 and before you say it no I wasn't at the game I wasn't um, going to <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, it'll be uh, this is what I like about the Scottish Cup is when you, you get to play against sides that you don't see every week you do get a little bit stale seeing the same players all the time in the, the Premiership the Cup introduces this element of the unknown uh, obviously we know that Stenhouse Muir beat us back in 95 but uh, it was interesting just having a look through their squad to see who's going to be playing and stuff like that so it, it gives you a greater sense of excitement looking forward to the game Yeah it's incredible Dave to think that uh, we have only played Stenhouse Muir uh, twice in competitive games in three, times. three times three is times it? Um, two league games and that awful cup awful tie. cup game and, wow. and the, the first one was our first competitive game and uh, here we are more than 100 years later about to play them for the fourth time so uh, but uh, <laughs> the, the Dons they'll be all fired up the mood in the camp is good Max Low back which is a nice wee boost ahead yeah. of this one yeah, absolutely. And, and speaking to Derek McInnes uh, before this game at, at his press conference uh, yesterday, he said, you know, everybody is raring to go after that Dubai training camp. Since the winter breaks came in, everybody looks forward to that and getting a kind of recharge of the batteries and, and resetting the focus for the second half of the season. But in terms of getting uh, away with the players, um, I think just being able to control their whole environment, their training environment, you know, their food and drink, their, 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 their gym work, and just just constantly um, get them focused again for, for the season ahead and I think it, the facilities are great the conditions were good as you know, you know December and January can be quite harsh on us weather wise up here and Dave, uh, great to have so many of the guys who've missed so, uh, a large part of the season available again, and it's a nice problem for Derek to have. Indeed it is. It's almost like, you know, we've made a, a, a few signings, isn't it? Mark Reynolds, uh, terrific to see him on the threshold of uh, coming back into the first team after, well, I mean, he's, he's not kicked a, a ball competitively in this campaign so far. He's relishing his return to action after Dubai. I feel good. Um, I think personally for me it's good to get away and get back into full training and um, obviously been out for kind of four and a half months come back training into December which wasn't ideal for me with the amount of fixtures we had in that month and um, kind of stop start so it was good to go over there and get um, a full week's training on the belt and get back in amongst it and then ready to go for the second half of the season and 
even just being over there with the boys and seeing them. As I said, December was hard with the nine games, and I think all the boys benefited from a bit of break and uh, a bit of sun, a bit of kind of training in good facilities with, with good weather. We've been to one cup final already this season, Andrew, and it, it really does. It, it, does whet the appetite especially you know that we've had the break but you're back in the Scottish Cup there's always a certain amount of magic about it absolutely I mean it is the the showpiece game of the season it's the last game of the season and every single club who is going to be performing this weekend will want to be at Hamden on the 25th of May and Aberdeen are no different we've had the experience of going there and would desperately love to be back there once again yeah and the fans they, they like nothing better than the Hamden day out don't they Dave absolutely Dave and the manager he's targeting a Hamden return in May we just want to concentrate on uh, this tie and getting through it and we'll need to make sure we work extremely hard deliver a performance um, that we're capable of and hopefully it's enough to get into the next round but it, the intention is, is like everything else you know, is to go the full way and try and win it um, we've been to the final one cup this year we lost that one to Celtic we want to try and make sure we get to another final and this time try and win it and one, one thing you can be sure they, they may be bottom of League One under but uh, the, the homework that uh, Derek and the staff will, will be doing and, or have, have done will be exactly the same as if it was Celtic or Rangers Absolutely I mean uh, I think uh, it's a, a hallmark of uh, the work that Derek and Tony do that we haven't had a banana skin exit in a cup uh, since they've taken over like we unfortunately have suffered down the years and uh, that's down to the, the groundwork that is done prior to the game and you're right they will treat this game with the same seriousness as if it was a game against one of the big two from Glasgow or a European tie despite the fact that they're sitting bottom of League One there's no way that Aberdeen will underestimate Stennis Muir Now if you think back Dave to days that you the worst football days of your life it is yeah. when you are favourites and you know Queen of the South unfortunately springs to mind oh. I, I, the disappointment felt by everybody that day was palpable Absolutely bitter, Dave. As for this game, Mark Reynolds, he insists tomorrow there will be absolutely no complacency. Everybody dreams of it being that cup upset. And I think sometimes the bigger the odds and the bigger the challenge. And you guys, and we'll obviously know you because you're a mad Aberdeen fan, but the other ones that are uh, the neutrals there watching from the press, they're always looking for it to be a big upset and they're always kind of rooting for the underdog. We'll prepare right, we'll pray the same as we prepare for a, a Premiership game. We know their strengths, we know their weaknesses, and, and we'll go about the game we do in our game. I presume that was you that Mark was talking to, Dave. There. I, I, said, I said afterwards, Dave, uh, after the presser, uh, I said, well, who who could have possibly guessed I was an Aberdeen fan? Absolutely. But, of course, Stennis <laughs> Muir, um, we talk about upsets. We mentioned Queen of the South, but the Stennis Muir game in 95, those that, with long enough memories, that still brings shudders um, just because it came right after we'd beaten Rangers in Roy Aiken's first game, if I remember. But, yeah, absolutely. You know, what, what a... a what a what a what a horrible contrast uh, that was going from the high of of beating Rangers two 0 deservedly so at Pittodrie fantastic atmosphere I was in the the Richard Donald stand that day the place was bouncing and then you know you know talk about coming from a high to a low. As for that uh, dreadful day at 95 in Ockleview, it's one that uh, Derek McInnes uh, recalls. A lot of my players weren't even born then, so obviously a constant reminder. I remember it because it was such a shock.
talking about Scottish football, there's, there's certain cup ties that are, are quite kind of relevant when you've grown up and been involved in Scottish football, and that was probably one of them um, because it was a strong Aberdeen team. It just shows you what can happen. It's not something that we are too hung up on. We, we've, we're quite proud of the fact that since we've been in here, we've been very focused and determined about each and every opponent that we try and deal with professionally, and, um, and that's what we'll be doing on Saturday. Well, the Cup starts off uh, the second half of the season, Andrew, and uh, all of a sudden, thanks to a wonderful December, we must mention uh, Derek and, and Big Sam getting the, the double award, which uh, was more than well-deserved, but it, it's really shaping up uh, to to be one of the tightest league races in, in living memory. It's going to be fantastic uh, between now and, uh, as I say, the, the end of May when the Cup final comes around. Uh, everything to play for for so many sides in the league... Uh, at both ends of the table uh, the cup will take care of itself but yeah um, can't really wait for it to get going and then uh, you know it's going to be a busy start uh, it's going to be busy through February it's going to be a, a, a really hectic spell between now when you need your full squad and it's nice to see so many of the boys are back and you know pushing for places in the starting 11 yeah still a few, a few missing um, Michael Devlin Almost there, Stevie May, almost there, uh, Frank Ross and uh, Bruce Anderson on their way back as as well. But uh, um, there's absolutely no reason. It's important, Dave, that we hit the ground running, as we have done the last two years on the return from the, the winter training camp. Yeah, that's absolutely spot on, Dave. Mark Reynolds, for one, he's really looking forward to a highly competitive second half of the campaign. We've said before, especially this season, everybody's going to take points off everybody. The top of the league's strong. Um, on any given day, the top six can probably beat each other um, home and away. So it's uh, we're just focusing on each game and we know that every three points is huge. And uh, Regardless if it's against a team who's struggling at the bottom or a team who's, who's pushing for the league or pushing for a European place, then every three points is massive and, and we'll just keep taking that and obviously it's cup duty the weekend and, and it's always it's always about getting to the final and getting yourself into the next round and that'll be the focus and then when the league duty comes again it'll just be about getting three points Dave one to watch um, in red tomorrow afternoon who's who's the man that's going to make the difference I'm going to go for Sam Cosgrove Dave what, what a, a really good run of goals he had leading up to the winter shutdown to add to all his uh, hard work and very good team play yeah, Andrew? Uh, I'm hoping he starts. Uh, so I'm going to go for Gary Mackay Stephen, who has a, a wonderful goal scoring record in the Scottish Cup. And, uh, you know, if, if he carries on the form that he was in uh, prior to that awful head knock that he suffered in the League Cup final, then the Stenhouse Muir defence is in for a torrid afternoon. Well, he certainly, when he came on for the second half over in Dubai, he did not look like a player that had been out for that length of time. He went Brilliant. straight back in and he gave their defence a. Uh, a real run he ran them ragged which was great to see so we've heard from the Aberdeen camp let's hear from the Stenhouse Muir boss Colin McMenamin Aberdeen have got very strong players especially in the final third players that can hurt you second best team has gone for the past five years so we know it's going to be difficult we need to we need to limit Aberdeen players on the ball we need to shut them down and we just can't be too expansive or they will pick us off so it's going to be difficult we know that but it's something the players are looking forward to Predictor still to come in the second half of the show but we'll go into the break with the kid in the kit room how's he thinking tomorrow's game is going to go oh that player 
is with sunshine will have recharged their battery for Saturday. I think the score will be against Dennis Moore. It'll be 3 0. Um, I think May's going to score and Cockroft twice. <laughs> Who is that that's going to score twice? They've just got one collective Cold battery <laughs> between them. So uh, we'll continue our build up to the William Hill Scottish Cup fourth round tie between Aberdeen and Stenismuir after these. You're listening to North Sound One's Red Friday and Aberdeen are at home to Stenhouse Muir tomorrow afternoon in the William Hill Scottish Cup and of course also going on just now Dave it is a transfer window which means lots and lots of speculation some of it with merit but uh, more often than not just a pie in the sky yeah, it's it's the silly season. I think it's uh, popularly uh, known as Dave, and and you wonder where certain media sources get their so-called stories from. One which came up that a, a newspaper had in in black and white it was Graham Shinney set to go to Wigan. Derek McInnes very quick to shoot down the Shinney speculation. Actually, I know Paul Cook, the Wigan manager. He's one of my best friends in football, and he was quick to phone me and say there was absolutely nothing in it. Um, I think. It's just that time of the year where you know you take a lot of things with a pinch of salt. Um, you need to deal with certain things in this window, um, but we're also busy at the minute as well, trying to add to the squad rather than having to deal with other stuff. So I'm quite kind of relaxed about speculation. It's part of the part of the course, really, as a manager, Aberdeen. Well, it's been a, a busy 24 hours. Um, Andrew Max Low coming in, uh, back with the arrival. Uh, potential arrival uh, for Derby County of from where is he? Where is he? Uh, he was played? in the states, I think, was wasn't he? In the states, um, Ashley Cole. Yeah, yeah. Ash- Ashley Cole, thirty-eight now. So, uh, yeah. but uh, great, great news for Aberdeen. It's turned out to be a brilliant move for Aberdeen because uh, Max Lowe was just getting better and better and better as his loan spell developed at Pataudry and it was a crushing blow when it looked as though Derby were going to take him back for the rest of the season. Now we're going to have the benefit of Max. Sadly for Max, he didn't get the benefit of the trip to Dubai. He had to go to places like Leeds and Southampton. Uh, but uh, wonderful news that Max is back. Yeah, and today, of course, uh, Dave, uh, just... Uh, very recently Greg Stewart um, which is another uh, feather in the manager's cap I would suggest That's a fantastic piece of business isn't it Um, we saw some wonderful football that Greg Stewart played for Kilmarnock including and it hurts us all to even think about it that uh, uh, absolutely magnificent solo goal that he scored against Aberdeen totally on fire, a transformed uh, player and I'm sure that uh, Dennett McInnes can help to maybe even take him on to another level still. Yeah. At his press conferences, uh, Dave, uh, Derek is he's very cagey about uh, revealing too much, isn't he? He is indeed. Um, we were pressing him at the, at the recent uh, press conference and he, he was giving nothing away about players coming in. I like working with good players um, and there's a lot of options to put to us at the minute and things that we're considering and we're hopeful that we can get um, one or two things done that we'd like to do to help us meet the challenges ahead of us in the second half of the season so uh, I'm not going to be sitting here in specific about other uh, certain players um, 
But you know, we uh, we identify good players we feel can come in and help us, and if we can land a couple, then it'd be great. Predictor coming up very shortly, but uh, just on the other so one of the other major talking points, Andrew, is uh, after the fallout on the with John Beaton and the you know the things that I mean refs get things wrong, but there's obviously it's out of order what the referee has had to put up with after that one. But uh, uh, good to see just last night that uh, the majority of managers, referees, representatives, Ian Maxwell and uh, Claire White, the compliance officer, getting together and at least opening dialogue. Well, I think that's the important thing. It's getting communication channels opened between all the relevant parties. And I think that's been something that's been sadly lacking. Uh, Certainly, there's nothing comes out to the public, but within the game, it's been lacking. So it's a step forward. And I think everybody wants the same outcome. We want as good a standard of refereeing as we possibly can get because it adds to the product that we've got. And as we said, we've got a fantastic second half of the season to look forward to. And if the refs can play their part as well as we hope the players will do, then it's going to be a win-win situation. Yeah, we have been known to criticise them from now and again, Dave, but uh, at the end of the day, some of some of uh, the, the abuse has gone way over the top. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. You know, when it becomes uh, personal, that's, that's uh, utterly inexcusable. As for Derek McInnes, well, he agrees that uh, our referees do need help. I do think that referees get... Um, rough end of the stick at times you know and I think uh, we've got to be doing um, obviously we want to keep the standard um, high of refereeing and, and limit mistakes um, but we've all been involved in football long enough you know mis- referees make mistakes as everybody does in football um, but it's just dealing with the, maybe the, the outcome of that better I think as well Right, predictor time, uh, Andrew. Um, it's a long time since we, we last yeah. looked at the league table, but uh, on the for the games in the the weekend of the 29th of uh, December, the Red Army, an astonishing score, 11 points to take them up to 78. Well uh, done, the um, seven-year-old child that uh, yeah. absolutely walloped us. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Dave G, you didn't have a good week. You only picked up oh. two points, so you're on oh, 78. Oh. So you've been pulled back to level bottom, or oh. third if you want to call it that. That. that sounds better. Uh, Dave Mack, you picked up three, you're on wow. 91, and I managed to get a correct score and took a tally of five for that day, so I'm on 96. Okay, oh, right. Nearing the century. Well done, Andrew. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't. I'm only jump. 62. Don't give me that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, Andrew Hibbs against. Against my home city of Elgin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Elgin, you've got no chance in this one. 5-0 Hibs, I think. OK, Dave. That's exactly what I've got. Hibs really should, and I'm sure they will, blow sixth in League 2, Elgin away. OK, I've got 4-0 for Hibs. Uh, Kilmarnock against 4 for Dave. Uh, Kilmarnock 4 4 for nil for me. Killy to make uh, light work of Athletic with a, a very comfortable victory. OK. 4-0 for me as well Yeah, it seems to be a popular scoreline I've gone for 4-0 to Andrew Celtic against Airdrie 4-0 uh, Dave? Uh, I'm going Celtic 6, Airdrie 1 I've gone 6-0 um, Dave, staying with you Hearts against Livingston Well, Livy did well That's Sunday, by the way 
Yeah, uh, Livy, Livy well drilled and, and they play some good football too but home advantage to tip the balance in favour of the Jambos 2-1 Hearts Andrew Yeah, I've gone 2-1 uh, but uh, to Hearts but um, I could equally see it go go the other way but I think the home advantage could just swing it OK, I've gone 2-2 two, two. and Andrew, the big one tomorrow Aberdeen against Stenhouse Muir Well, you've got to fancy the Dons to get a few goals um, they had the sun on their back last week uh, by the sounds of things uh, the players are, are 99% of them are fit they're all rearing to go There's new signings everything's rosy 5-0 to the Dons OK Dave uh, the Dons to take up where they left off Dave before the winter break with a commanding win I have also gone for 5-0 Aberdeen that's a bit boring this week I've gone for 5-0 <laughs> as no. well let's hear what the Red Army representative say Stephen Anderson uh, he told Dave what his predictions are Hibs play Elgin Hibs 4, Elgin 0 Kilmarnock host Forfa Kilmarnock 5, Forfa 1 Celtic tackle Airdrie Celtic 1, Airdrie 2 Oh, I like the sound of that Have you got some inside information there? <laughs> yeah, there's a disaster Celtic are uh, imploding Aberdeen versus Stenhouse Muir uh, Aberdeen 4, Stenhouse Muir 0 And finally on the Sunday Hearts face Livingston Well that's going to be a good one It's going to be 2-2 two, two. And if it goes to extra time, Hearts will win it. Well, it won't go to extra time on the first game, of course. So 2-2 is Stephen's score. Uh, the other games, um, just quickly, Auchinleck, Talbot, Air United uh, tomorrow lunchtime, Andrew. That will be a real battle, that one. Ooh. Battle um, being the operative, the operative word. word. Dundee Please against Queen of the by. South. Dave, I mean, I'm sure Jim McIntyre will be hoping against hope that that's not the, the upset of the day. Yeah, it's... Uh, that you 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 speak to Jim quite a lot, Dave. Um, mm-hmm. Queen of the South, they've got to look after Stephen Doby, otherwise they could be in trouble. Incredible, at the age of 36, look at the form he is in. He's scored 32 goals already this season. And yes, uh, while the Dundee manager is uh, very confident that they'll go through, he admits Doby really needs to be watched. Absolutely. Other games, East Fife against Morton Inverness, East Cobride, Montrose, Dundee United, Motherwell Ross County. That'll be an Andrew, interesting one. Interesting yeah, one. Um, County stuttering a wee bit in the league but um, you know nothing to lose uh, so it should be a good game that one OK Partick Stranraer Wraith Dunfermline St Johnston Hamilton Dave another one of your teams St Johnston Yes uh, St Johnston doing um, you know very well in the first half of the season and a, and a great piece of business earlier today signing uh, Michael O'Halloran uh, he left Melbourne City earlier this month he's signed a, a, a two year contract so I would expect a, a pretty comfortable Saints win there yeah, and finally, St Mirren against Alloa. Peter Header at home to Berwick Rangers in League 2 tomorrow. Here's Blue Toon boss Jim McAnally. It's not that long ago since we played them. They've got a, quite a new manager who's, you know, he's got a style of play and he wants to play football. So they can pick you off at times, but they do take chances and it's important that we get in our faces and if they want to play, that we can mix up with them a wee bit and, and press them high up the park. And I think if we can do that, like I said that to the players like also on Saturday at halftime, you know, if, if you win your battles, most of the time you win the games with a bit of luck and Saturday's the same. In the juniors, Spey Valley United against Isle of Ale is an early casualty with a frostbound pitch. That's just about your lot. Remember, it's Aberdeen against Stenhouse Muir in the Scottish Cup tomorrow afternoon at three. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. It's not Sound 1's Red Friday.